Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Our Father Podcast. This is Rich. About two and a half years ago, my producing partner Rudy Mendoza bugged a confessional in a Catholic church, revealing to us the deepest, darkest secrets of the congregation. We've been releasing these recordings as episodes of the podcast every two weeks. Rudy has since been presumed dead in Europe after being pursued by what I believe to be a Catholic secret society. Despite these dangers, I have decided to continue his work. This is Our Father, and on today's show, our confessor wants to connect with their family. Come in, please be seated. Thank you. Uh, how long has it been since uh, your last confession? Jeez, let's see. Maybe, um, well... So I got back into town in May. Oh, welcome back. Well, thank you. It's been a while now. Um, so I got back into town in May, and I've been meaning to stop by. And I guess I left in February. So maybe January. Okay, so uh, that's not too bad. We've had we've so many people will go years and years, so it's nice to see that you're, you're keeping up with it, even if you missed a couple months here and there. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. That feels good. I wasn't expecting to feel good. Oh, well, uh, that's what we're all about. Well, I mean, we're, we're actually a lot about guilt, but in the end, we want people to feel better because they've confessed their sins and found, uh, you know, um, salvation. Yeah, I completely buy into that. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great thing. Excellent. Uh, out of curiosity, where are you coming back from? <sighs> well, it's embarrassing, but Atlanta. I don't see how that's uh, embarrassing. Oh, okay. Well... I left Atlanta for embarrassing reasons. Oh. Yeah, okay. so I'm embarrassed. But yeah, Atlanta's beautiful, and it's so fun. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do well. Oh, um, is, is, that, is that part of what you're here to confess? Is, if it's unrelated, we don't, I don't, we don't need to get into Atlanta if you don't want to get into Atlanta. Well, um, I probably should. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably should mention Atlanta. It's, I'm so dumb, you know? Oh, no, no. No, I'm so dumb. It's I feel so bad. So I I like lied to my family. Ooh. And I, yeah, and I said I said I was in a college geometry class. And mm -hmm. I did sign up. I did. I signed up and then I get there and I have the book and everything, which is pretty big for me cuz I normally I'm not great with the book stuff. And, and I just get in there and I realize like, I am in like way over my head. And so and I, I, I stayed the first lecture and I went back to the second lecture, but I was just, I was so hopelessly lost that I stopped going. Uh, I, I know that feeling. Sometimes you just, uh, you, you run into that, that obstacle. You don't know how to get over it. And sometimes it's, uh, you just have to take that step back. Yeah. But I made a big to do about it you know mm. i was like i'm gonna move to atlanta i'm gonna get my stuff together i'm gonna do this course so i can better talk with my family 
And so just to be clear, you, you dropped out of a geometry course to take another course in how to, to talk. talk with, yeah. No, I oh. took the geometry course so I could better talk with my family. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> I guess I have a very smart family mm-hmm. and they're, so my dad is a, my dad is actually one of those people who does the biology of like other planets. And my mom is a, she's just a classical physicist. And then my brother, Ralph, he's a, he's about to get his PhD in physics. Oh, that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Oh, sorry. And so, you know, I just don't, I don't do any of that stuff. And so, well, well you've got to do something cool. I mean, you know, you come from an interesting family. You've got to have interesting life experiences. Yeah, I work in drywall. Oh. Yeah, it's fascinating. There's so many types of drywall. Huh. And, you know, just construction is such a unique flower. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's not a lot of math with drywall. Oh, you have to calculate um, area. It's all algebra. Mm. It's only algebra. Well, wouldn't it be... Technically, wouldn't that be geometry? No. Geometry is geometry and algebra is algebra. And then there's calculus, but I never even had to do calculus. Uh, I'll be honest. I took a calculus class and somehow I passed. I don't know how I did it. But at the end of it, somehow the math worked out that I got a passing grade. And I didn't question it because I hadn't understood the math up until that point. And so I wasn't going to question it afterwards. Anyway, drywall. Oh, what to say about drywall. Hmm. First off, you have to make sure you have the right base materials for a good drywall. Gypsum. Is, yeah, that's in a lot of yeah. USG. Yep, US gypsum. Of course, now, given all the construction boom that's happening across the Middle East, gypsum's highly contested. Oh, yes. But anyways, I took oh, sorry, the yeah. course to better talk and understand my family. But, you know, and I made a whole to-do that I'd kind of catch up with them. And I just, I washed out. But then I didn't, they don't know. Oh, I so, mean, they might know. So you, you made like a, like, you made like a big deal of like, family, I'm going to go take a geometry class. Yeah. To better relate to you. Yeah. Watch me succeed. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What was your family's reaction? Were they, were they, did they feel like, like, were they impressed you're making the effort? I think they didn't really understand. Hmm. But, you know, when you think about it, there's three people who can talk to each other in this fluid language. And then there's one person they can't talk to. So communication's not really imperative for them as it is for me. So I don't think they quite, you know, got it in the level I got it. Well, you know, I have to. I have to ask. It seems like you put a lot of effort into communicating with your family and getting closer to them. Mm-hmm. Have they ever taken an interest in drywall? No. <sighs> Seth hardly seems fair, does it? I mean, I never really looked at it that way. I always looked at it as, you know, a thing that was on me to fix. Actually, you're right. The more I think about it, it is a little unfair. I've never processed it in that way before. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to put all the responsibility on your family. I mean, it is a two-way street, but I feel like you put forth an effort. But I mean, if, 
if there was something that you could get across to your family, like, you know, you're, you're at the dinner table, you're all in the middle of a conversation, there's something that you want to say, like, what's the thing you want, you'd want them to understand about you? Drywall's cool. And physics is dumb. And you'll never even see an atom. Like, you'll see tons of atoms together. But you'll never see, like, one in singularity. But I see so many sheets of four by eight drywall, like individual sheets. So who's stupid now? Because my unit is there in the world Mm -hmm. for you to touch. And your fundamental unit is just a dream. That's so rude. I apologize for that as well. No, no, nothing to apologize for. You can't be rude in these things. Like you shouldn't be rude. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be. It's not. It, it's not like a cardinal sin. Like you know, lightning's not going to come out of the sky and strike you if you're, you know, venting a little bit. I guess you're right. I never really viewed it as venting. It's probably good for me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, uh, and if you really think about it, though, isn't uh, drywall like making sure that it's installed properly? That that you're not you know putting too much weight on the framing structure. I mean, isn't that in a way kind of like physics? I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's many complex decisions that go into a drywall install. But, I mean, no, you're wrong in one level. It's just algebra. An eighth grader with a little bit of organizational skills could do my job. And that's not a knock against me or a knock against an eighth grader. It's just the fact about a drywall installer or a drywall GC. That's a general contractor? Yeah, someone who'd oversee many drywall installs and be a supplier for drywall, as well as handle any drywall issues that might come up, which are many. I mean, I can't really imagine. It seems like it would be either it goes up or it doesn't, or maybe there's a hole in it that you have to fix. Uh, Inclement weather? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, how how would you oversee and solve inclement weather? Well, it just. It, I, I'm not a drywall expert, and I'm not a physics expert, so I'm I'm sort of treading water here. All right, you're you're on the seventieth floor of a skyscraper. Okay, I can picture it. Johnny Finance leaves his window open. Storm of the century rolls into Manhattan, and you've got rotting drywall. You know, after eight hours of pummeling, mm-hmm. I mean, this is you know, this is the gods opening up on this drywall. You might even have a pigeon or something in there, Ooh. like a bird. It's happened. I've seen it. You ever peeled a bird off drywall? Uh, no. Well, God, God forbid you never have to. Sorry, God. Um, no, that's you're allowed to ask for that. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. And while we're at it, just God, please bless all the birds of the world because ah. they're so beautiful. And they're so varied, and you are so smart. <laughs> that's great. That's that's literally what this building is for. So, so thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you for the building. I, I didn't make it. It's been around since the uh, mid to late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it predates drywall. Uh, yeah, we we have very little drywall here. Actually, the the parish house we do have some drywall, but we never installed it. We're going to do it as a DIY project and then realize that we did not have the know-how or any power tools. I'm so glad you made the right decision. 
You don't want to DIY drywall. You can quickly find yourself in over your head. That's that's exactly what happened. We we started just leaning it up against the uh, the existing walls, and we're just like, if we get it at just the good, a good angle and kind of wedge it in there, it'll kind of hold itself. But you uh, wisely backed out of that course of action, I presume. Yeah, we well, one of the the sheets. I think we built up too much tension in it, and it it snapped and just sent itself uh, straight through the screen door. You actually fractured drywall and tension? Yes. That is fascinating. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be compression in that case, but a little bit of both. All right, now I'm extra confused. Did okay. you compress the drywall or did you tension break the drywall? Okay, so, well, we had we bought a bunch of uh, eight by four sheets. Thank God. Uh, and uh, our ceilings in the parish hall are only uh, seven and three quarter inches. So well, we, that should feel fine. You should just do some mineral paste above and below. You, did you get mineral paste? I don't. I don't know what mineral paste is. <laughs> you really were DIYing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I mean, it seemed pretty straightforward to us. Of you know, we, we we buy the sheets, we get them in there, we just sort of you know wedge them in so they're just like tightly up against both the ceiling and the floors. So they don't they don't move around. Stop. You can never count on tension to maintain drywall positioning. You want some cladding back there, okay? You want a metal joinery. Metal joinery. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to write this down. You don't have to write it down. I should actually come back and take a look, and I could give you an accurate estimate. Well, because we've, we've got a bunch. We actually, if I'm being perfectly honest, we ended up with only about a third of the amount of drywall we'd actually need because uh, we didn't. You have exposed insulation? That's hmm? a health hazard. Well, we don't use that side of the room. Oh, my well, God. I mean, we do use that side of the room, but we don't use it frequently. Father, hmm? let me take a look. Please, it's, this is what I do. This is what I've been put on earth to do. I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, seems like, I feel like that would be an imposition. It's not an imposition. You've given me so much over the years. Oh, thank you. I pass by this church, and it brightens my day. Oh. Um, speaking of passing by things, you, when you pass through Atlanta, I, I guess, I, I think this is a question lots of people who go to Atlanta ask themselves, but... Why Atlanta? Why Atlanta? Yeah. Well, oh, I don't even know if I can say this next part. Okay. I mean, oh, you, you can. I mean, right. Okay. Nothing, nothing leaves the confessional. Okay. I, did, I didn't know if you were saying that rhetorically or as if you actually were asking for. Well, no, it's just, okay, well, everyone knows the barbecue's really good. And, of mm. course, you know, of course, the geometry class is in Atlanta. Mm. University of Georgia at Atlanta. Oh, go Bulldogs. Oh, thank you. Well, no, I feel bad. Oh. I I claim no rights of ownership to that team. Mm. I was I just passed through. Technically, I think I'm still enrolled. I get emails, but I don't know. But okay. So like like there's these you know, like they have really good clubs in atlanta you know they have really good like strip oh clubs okay sorry i i i thought you meant like 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 books or like no. public service no 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 they have good strip mm. clubs and i'm so sorry i no. just want to level set that I, I was so sorry no no that's that's quite right you know I'm, I, you know just because just because i have a you know I, just because i have a collar on doesn't mean i'm dead <laughs> As the, that's what we used to say in seminary. Oh. Mm. Um, okay. 
I shouldn't like describe or anything like that. Like, I mean, it's, if you feel it's relevant to, to your confession, then you know, whatever you need to say, but uh, I mean, don't, don't feel like you have to for my benefit. I mean, just like all I'll say is it's like a one, two punch of mega fun. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you go on a Sunday morning, ironically, coincidentally, and there's just gorgeous people, ladies, and there's tons of good barbecue and like, it's always warm in Atlanta. So there's always like a good breeze and you know, it's just real fun. Uh, You know, I I, I worry it might be like a bit of a busman's holiday, but like, I, I know personally, if I go to another church, like I'm visiting the city and I walk in there and, you know, I walk in mm-hmm. there, you know, like maybe halfway through mass or something. And I was, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here in the middle of mass. And then I immediately start critiquing the sermon. Really? You know, yeah. Like it's, it's just, just automatic. You know, I walk in and I'm like, like, uh, it's like, Oh, you're going to tie that to the gospel of John. That's a bit of a stretch. Uh, no, no, so, no so, offense, but that seems so anathema to the attitude you'd want to have in the Catholic church. Wouldn't each sermon be a beautiful, unique flower that, Increases your understanding of the world. Uh, you know, it, it really should be, but I, I don't, sometimes Flaherty, I think, just like goes through and pulls old ones out of the file. Huh. He he had a uh, uh, a Kevin Nealon joke in his last sermon. Ooh, Kevin Nealon is a genius. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have to wonder. You know, if, when you're there trying to enjoy the barbecue, yeah, and the the dancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's if that's something that you notice, that notice. oh the barbecue and the dancers you should notice. But I do, yeah. Uh, like like for me, uh, I, I can't stop critiquing sermons. I have to imagine you probably have opinions about the about the establishments, like and the way that they've installed their uh, their drywall. Oh well, well. So when I was in class, the lecture hall walls were all stone. And that, to me, felt like a hostile environment. And I couldn't enjoy it. So so not only am I in over my head, and I don't know any geometry, Hmm. which is so stupid of me, but then like, there's not even any drywall. And in fact, now that I think about it, there was very little drywall throughout the entire college. And now that I think about it, Maxine's also didn't have any drywall it was all it was like a garage strip club it was oh. like all metal and like oh and i hate it can i say i hate stuff oh yeah you can do that okay i hate it like it's like pipes for chairs you know those chairs that are like pipes or something it's like it's got a little wooden slat but it's on oh. like a pipe or something like that yeah yeah and, and it's like like oh it's industrial and chic and it's like yeah. no it's a pipe with you a know what slat. that is that's hmm? devoid of integrity it's devoid of any Honesty. I hate that stuff. But I love Maxine's. But, uh, huh. uh, where is that again? Maxine's? Um, yeah, I know it's in Atlanta. Just like, oh, right. well, I guess it's like, so Atlanta, like, sits kind of at an angle on a map, but uh, it's on the northwest side. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Uh, you know, um, it, it, it sounds like maybe that's part of the issue. You know, you're away from the, th- the things that matter to you, your family. And your career. You know, maybe we, you, you took that stability out and maybe it wasn't geometry that was the problem. Maybe it was this sudden uh, uprooting of your life. Yeah, wow. 
I mean, geometry was a big part of the problem. Hmm. I don't know anything about vectors. But also, I see your point, and I think maybe it helps me feel a little good. Just, it was a stupid idea, I think. No, no, no. No, I, no, I want to let me try something. So, in the parish hall, uh, our ceilings are, let's round up to, are eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently, oh, I'd bet with some variance mm-hmm. in the in the base of the building. Oh, yeah, you might hit eight in some parts, you know. Yeah. So let's say it's an average of, of eight feet mm-hmm. uh, on those ceilings. And uh, right now we have uh, about 15 feet. Uh, let's say 16 feet worth of wall on one side uh, that we have to uh, get covered. Because right now it's just a Pink Panther brand insulation. And every time the the uh, the HVAC comes on, it's, there's just like a. It's just a, a like a, a storm cloud, but of uh, tiny glass hey, particles. Hey, hey! I don't want to tell you how to live your life, mm-hmm. but you might want to start seeing a lung guy. Okay, I've, I, I, you I've, need to I've get those a, lungs checked out. Okay, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a lung guy, but he's self-taught. He's self-taught. Mm-hmm. Okay, just I, to put some imagery in your mind, think porcupine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your lung. My lung is a porcupine? Yeah, it's starting to look like one now with all the little fibers in it. Well, I don't really hang out in the parish hall that much. It's mostly for our, uh, uh, like, like uh, bingo nights and uh, for the um, uh, youth programs. Okay. but So where I'm at mentally in my okay. conception of the parish hall mm-hmm. is that you have eight feet width, and, or you have two you need to cover up a part of wall that is... That would take two four by eights, but you seem to have two four by eights stacked against each other with mm-hmm. one exposed section of four by eight. Uh, correct. Wow. Now, the first thing I'll say is I don't know how we're going to solve that problem, and I can't even imagine a way that it could be solved. But the second thing I want to point out is you just calculated surface area. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow without even realizing it yikes yikes and that right there is part of geometry wow i it might even be trigonometry but i don't know where the line is between the two well do we get a cosine a sine or a tangent involved Uh, not not yet not yet well we could Mm -hmm. especially when we start making cuts wow see i See, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't think it's geometry that's the issue. I think it's confidence. I mean, that was pretty smart of me, I admit. Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I, now, to be fair, I haven't done the math to see if that was actually correct. Uh, because I'm terrible at math. That's why we ended up with so little drywall and so much exposed insulation. Um, also, our we had a coupon at Home Depot that was only good for so much drywall. Oh, they wouldn't help you out, huh? Uh, well, they asked, but I felt like they were trying to upsell me, and that made me nervous. Mm. You know, time was a church would have gotten that for free. Mm. Oh, well. It also used to burn people for heresy, so, you know, times change. Times change. Wow. I actually felt a little good today. That's mm. nice. Thank yeah. you. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, so maybe just remember that. The, the next time... You know, you're sitting there. You're sitting there with your family, 
you're, you know, maybe you have that feeling of like, oh, I didn't succeed when I went to Atlanta and tried to better myself. Oh, they're going to judge me for it. Just remember. Well, I want to clarify one thing, Father. That yes, I did just calculate surface area, and that is a part of geometry. But then, let's say you were to pinch the surface area at an arbitrary point, and then how would you calculate its topology when the drywall has been pulled arbitrarily in a vector direction, and then it's arbitrarily suspended in space? So, I mean, I could do the basics of some of the geometry, but then, oh, you know what? I didn't clarify this at all. This was a differential geometry course. This was not regular Euclidean geometry. I signed up for differential geometry. So the, the calculus of geometry, geometrical space and topologies and three dimensions. Oh, you thought I was doing like, just like basic squares? Like yeah. an eighth grader. I already told oh. you I have an eighth grade education. Like this I, is to get college level educated to talk with my parents. I, I, I went to I went to a divinity school, so this was never an issue for me. And man, all the confidence that I was feeling of like, wow, I just had a breakthrough here. I just realized I'm in way over my head. I I don't I don't even know what differential geometry is. This is I, it's complicated. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I know the fancy terms of differential geometry. And I can read a book's heading, but then I don't understand the actual math of it. And they'll tell. They'll know right away. And I was going to learn the math. I didn't learn the math. And so they're going to be able to tell. So it's just a matter of like when they'll learn. It could happen any time. The shoe could drop at any time. Because any point with my family, you can end up in a conversation about geometry. I'll be, I'm going to, I don't know if I should share this with you, but I, okay. back when I was uh, in, in, in seminary and back when I was you know, studying to become a priest, uh, I'll be honest with you, like everything like after Exodus and like everything uh, like up through the four like big gospels, like once you get into like, like Corinthians and especially once you get to Revelation, holy smokes, uh, like that stuff did not click with me. But now and then someone would be like, like, Hey father, uh, or get to be father. I, uh, you know, what do you, uh, what do you think about, uh, this passage from, uh, from Ruth? And they would read the passage and then I would just respond with like, Ooh, well that does raise a lot of questions. And I suppose it depends on how you look at it. What do you think it means? And I would just turn the question right back around on them, but make it seem like I had had a deeper thought about it. Wow. Mm? That's actually a really good idea. Mm? Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. All right. I will. I'm leery, but honestly, I have nothing else. Mm -hmm. I have nothing else I can try or do. I mean, isn't there some inherent wrongness, though? And trying to lie your way through that situation? Yes, there is. I should not have suggested it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Here's my question. Who's the failure? The person who didn't finish the marathon? Or the person who never started it to begin with? Well, the person who didn't finish... That's not... By that logic, then, we've all failed a marathon. I don't want to live in that world. Oh, what a crappy thing to put on all of us. 
Like the onus isn't on us to pass a marathon. Like we're not all marathon failures until we do a marathon. You can't you can't lay that on somebody. It doesn't work that way. Then I can just say anything to you. Then I can say that you're a failure at rat eating until you eat ten rats. You've failed at rat eating. You're no you're not a good rat eater. I you feel good now? Are you compelled to eat rats? I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I've been using that marathon analogy for a good 15 years. Oh, good. I've been a loser for 15 years <laughs> in your eyes. Jeez, Louise. I really, I, okay, so you've given me a lot to, to rethink here. Okay, can't, you yeah. just, hmm? can't you just give me, the, give me the riot act? Go do the things, the Hail Marys, the handing out the alms to the poor, because I lied and I blew $7,000 at a strip club, and I still owe someone $1,500 for a condo and probably $300 more for a garage that I dented at said condo. All right. Well, uh, I can definitely think of some, some paths to, uh, to absolution for you. Um, I think, first of all, you have to come clean with your family. Yeah. Just I'll let them know, you know, get it out on the table, and who knows? Maybe when they understand your motivations, they'll be a little more open to including you in the conversation. I mean, I did everything just to connect with them mm-hmm. and do. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I think next, uh, you know, maybe find a way to give back to, uh, to this community, you know, maybe find, um, maybe there's something you're really good at and you could find a place to apply those skills. I've been trying to get in your parish office. I'm so ready. Let me at that drywall. It's waiting for me. All you need to do is just slide one of the panels over to cover the hole in the wall oh. and not double stack your drywall. Oh, is that easy? Yeah, it's oh. that easy. I well, mean, I you might that. have bonded them at this point. Something tells me they're bonded pieces of drywall. If I had to okay, guess. I can pry them apart. Well, you can't like, pry apart bonded hmm. drywall. Well, I've, I've done it. Sometimes like you get a loaf of bread and like you put it in the fridge and sometimes the pieces stick together. So you just have to like get a butter knife in there. I've done it a thousand times. And you got a clean, you got a clean break between the sheets of drywall. I doubt you got a clean break. Listen, buddy, no clean breaks in this world, in the world of drywall. Okay, I have seen whole pallets of drywall fused together. Oof, that's a lot. Been, of... I went to Dubai once. Mm-hmm. Desert heat kills drywall. It's so sad. You know the mall? Have you heard of the mall with the ski thing in it? The ski oh, slope? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pallets of busted drywall there. All thrown away. And then, this is so... Again, I apologize to everyone, but you know, not all places in the world have our same standards and stuff, so they just threw them in the ocean. What a waste. What a waste. Well, I guess the, I guess the fish have some nice, uh, some nice walls now. No. I don't know. Sorry. I just... Drywall's toxic. Oh, most every living thing. Oh no! Well, I mean, they're going to eat the drywall. That's that is a tragedy. Well, guess uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, me too. I think mostly about drywall. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of varieties, and of course, your mineral content really affects your durability. <laughs> And I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, certain waters are harder and softer than other certain waters. I mean, that can really affect long-term durability of your drywall. 
so many factors go into it. And of course, all the disputed gypsum in the world. Gosh. And that concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Father Patrick Connolly. You can see Patrick perform every Saturday with World News Tonight at the I.O. Theater in Chicago. You can also see him perform Thursdays at 9 p.m. with Max A.C. at the Bughouse Theater. Our guest confessor this episode was Ranish Vashisht. You can see Ranish perform live in Danks from January 9th to February 6th at the Annoyance Theater. Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m., they write a new sketch show every week. Special thanks to Rudy Mendoza. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, or even easier, tell a friend. Also, if you'd like to donate to the show, please go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to leave your monthly tithings. Follow us on Twitter, Our Father Pod, and send emails of your own confessions to arcadeaudio.net slash confessions. Until next time, I'm Rich. God bless. Is that our first fade out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told, outside, I told them, I tell all of our guests, we have encyclopedic knowledge of basically everything. And then <laughs> I encourage people to bring things that they know <laughs> and very well. Completely <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> and and it's a nine times out of ten. <laughs> Inevitably, Pat will know it better than you do. Mm. I think this is the one. <laughs> yeah, this is th- th- this is what we're uh, uh, the the the, the, se- the second numbers get introduced. I completely <laughs> fall to pieces. <laughs> and I'll be honest, there were like three or four things where I was like, uh, I was like ready to do do like a. It's like, oh, here's a physics thing I can do, but I got so like self conscious about like. <laughs> Like, oh, if I'm asked to back this up, I have no way to. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.